We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. Well, the Bruins needed a Superman last night, and well, it didn't really happen. 1206, Gresham Foyer here with you. We're into the lunchtime hour. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, Gresh Foyer, W E E I. Instagram, Gresh and Foyer. And uh, Christian, I know we spent some time really unpacking the Celtics and what went on there with Jalen Brown and missing the free throws and all that. But uh, let's give the uh, the bees a little love. They did lose in Tampa last night, three to two. Victor Hedman ended up scoring the game winner. You had a couple of different things that went down. Brandon Carlo kind of running in, or some were saying on Twitter, running over. Uh, Linus Allmark at one point helps Tampa score. There was also a uh, a pretty bad missed stick interference call. And uh, I know David Critchie talked about that after the game. But uh, look, 3-2, tough loss, tough game. And when you think about the Celtics and – so excuse me, you think about the Bruins – and this little run that they're in here before the All-Star game, I'm not panicked at all about the Bruins losing. they got a tough couple of games coming up this weekend. And as uh, Razor told us on Thursday, you know, a real schedule leading into the All-Star break. But first time you lose to Tampa this year, I wish the officiating was better and that wasn't a part of the story. No, and it's funny. When you look at the the games that they lose, there's always something kind of fluky. I'll just say fluky going on. It's just like uh, it's this weird outlier. It's not like you know, one against one. It's, it's just a this circumstance. There's this weird – yeah, it's not uh, – there's always something attached to their losses. And, and this one in particular, I felt like you know the stick interference at the, at the faceoff with Stamkos against Krejci I thought was, was obvious. At that point in time, the score was 1-1. Uh, they get the goal. They go up two one. They go ahead and get it right back, um, right back right away. What is it? Uh, Pasta to, to Krejci and Krejci to Zaka, and then they then they tie it up. And then again, obviously, they end up losing later on in that period. Zaka's had a good month, real good month. Yeah, but I I just thought it was um I wanted to play this because I thought it was um uh the actual call from Jack Edwards uh with the stick interference. Here it is. I know David Krejci didn't appreciate this puck drop by the linesman. Tampa certainly did. 
Wow. And David Krejci still staring him down. He wants an explanation on this puck drop. I mean, how many times have we seen the whistle get blown when there's been drops like that, Jack? They let this play go, and it happened quick. Krejci, did Stamkos' stick go on your stick during that faceoff? I didn't see the replay, but I felt like he, he went uh, straight for my stick before, uh, before the, you know, the puck touched the ice. You're not allowed to do that. I got kicked out for that uh, many times, but uh, I don't want to accuse the ref because uh, that's, that's how I felt, uh, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so can you be a hockey nerd? Do you have the ability to be like a real hockey nerd, or do we have to call Rays on the show? Can you nerd in, out with hockey in, just as well as in football? In certain moments, yeah. Because okay, uh, I wonder where the hell you're going now. Well, I'm just curious about like you know about the, the protocol on that play. So he's blaming the ref for, uh, for the drop. And he should have uh, blown the whistle and said, ah, it's my bad, start over again. I thought it was a crappy the- drop. Okay, that was my question. But I also think, too, that superstars are going to get away with a little bit of stick interference in those situations, especially at home. I thought that one was like, that was more than like a, you know, like a, an accident. I mean, that was, uh, you know, intentional. No, it was just a... Wait, you think that? I thought that Stamkos, you think the, Sam, oh, if you look at it, I looked at I it from. I thought you were talking about the ref. I'm like, well, oh, my he, God. It seems like, it seems like Krejci was talking about the ref, and then Jack Jack and those guys were talking about the ref. and then But then I went back and looked at it. It seemed intentional on Stamkos that he purposely went to block Krejci, thus getting the quick pass and then giving up the goal. I, uh, that's why I thought that's where the interference. I thought it was less about the ref than it was more about, about Stamkos cheating. Nope, and and that happens all the time on the dot. Like $10 shake in the Twitch chat says it was an illegal face-off. Stamkos should have been tossed, but that's not why they lost the game. But Fine. Stamkos should have been tossed out of there. Oh, no, and, I mean, I, I get it. I know it's like a bunch of other stupid things that the refs miss, and it's like in the end, well, we didn't lose the game because of one play. No, no, no. Because you ended up tying it up, and now it's back to even. There was plenty of time for you to close it out and win or at least, you know, go into overtime. But, no. To me, that's that's what stood out to me, and this the whole idea that some sort of weird, uh, you know, circumstance that most teams don't deal with, like they don't ever just get their ass beat, like mm-hmm. and that never happens. So they win the series, the regular season series against the Lightning, which you know probably some sort of precursor to the playoffs. Let's let's see what version of the Lightning are out there for yeah. the playoffs. It could be better, it could be much better, or it could be the same. Yeah, I mean, in in all honesty, in terms of how did the Bruins lose last night, or maybe why they lost last night uh, after the game on Ness and Jim Montgomery shed some light. Yeah, I think we got caught uh, a little bit being over aggressive, um, you know. But on entries like that, we we try to be really aggressive and try and uh, pressure on entries and give them credit. That's a high end pass there. I know he's talking about the uh, the 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 final goal, but uh, it, it, look, we have embraced as a loving Bruins community. We got to go, Joe Mazzulla. If I told you I love you today, I love you, man. But as a Bruins community, we have embraced the new philosophy of the defenseman being able to get much more involved in the play. That's why you want forwards that have the ability to play defense, especially in the middle, because then those D men can kind of jump in there. Nice. But it's also the time where you get. You can have issues, or you can catch yourself flat-footed or coming back the other way. I thought this was a really competitive game top to bottom. Yeah. I, I did. 
couple of missed calls here and there from the officials, but ultimately, like you mentioned, it were things, you know, Carlo bumping into Allmark, right? You got to give Tampa credit. They're pretty freaking talented. Like a lot of people in the Twitch chat and even a couple of texters been like, hey, man, like Stamkos is the real deal. And you're on the road. You're in their building. He's going to get away with some of that stuff. They should have kicked him out. And... Sometimes the officials just have a bad night. No. Because I think in the NFL it's a little different where you have that whole week to prepare. The expectations might be a little higher. Whereas with these NHL guys, you know, doing a couple games a week, they're going to have a stinker here or there. It's no different than a player. Well, and that's why I don't really I don't really lose or sleep over this, and I don't think they will either because they lose so infrequently that the losses become magnified. And I think I think most people with this team understand that Listen, you have to play your damn best yep. to beat them. No, you and, do. And then even if they have a bad day, they're still going to be in it at the end. That like that's how good they are. Mm. So I mean, so okay, so fine. Like uh, you know, you have this road trip. You know, uh, you beaten them twice already. So of course they have this unbelievable desire to prove that they're better than you. Of course, it's like from beginning to end. Carlo backs up into Olmark and it's like four guys standing around and they give up a goal. Right. It's like, yeah, I tripped that's over a, my shoelaces before the goal line. No, it doesn't happen all the time. And, you know, I do think uh, if you want to beat the Bruins, you better win the neutral zone. Now, I know it's the whole, oh, you're score, dummy. Okay, everybody understands that, but... You need to win that middle part of the ice, I think, to be able to have a chance against these bees. And uh, the Bruins, by the way, will be very busy this weekend. On Saturday, they're taking on the Florida Panther. And on Sunday, they're heading to Carolina to take on the Hurricanes. And then a Monday, or excuse me, a Wednesday uh, in Toronto. And then you get downtime for the All-Star game. And next Thursday, when we talk about Andrew Raycroft, he will tell us why the NHL All-Star game just sucks pond water right now. It used to be one of my favorites, and now, just like some of the other ones, just flush it down the hopper. Uh, Celtics are going to try to flush their third straight loss right down the can. They lose to the Knicks last night, 120-117. to Of course, people making a big deal about two-point game. Here you go, Jalen Brown. Excuse me, one-point game. Jalen Brown, free throw line, misses two free throws late. Ends, in, ends up, you know, really, I think there are a lot of people who are like close and late. I don't want Jalen Brown at the free throw line. And after the game, uh, I love yeah, there you go, Joe Missoula. When that, it was the whole, what did you tell Jalen? I love you, and I love you, and I believe in you. Which does not sit well with four. I don't know. Don't you think it's You're a tad the bit? No, father I'm of not. daughters. I, I would have thought you would have been much more sensitive and they're, to and it. They're, they're, <laughs> no, I am. It just seems like I just feel like he's trying too hard. Okay, um, I f- it feels like a tad bit forced for me. He missed two easy free. Oh, okay, is it, is that an oxymoron? Two easy free throws. Yeah, I'd, okay. I'd like to think that there are a lot of people yeah. walking around the planet right now who are thinking I can make two free throws. I'll just lean on you. Do for it this with one twenty thousand people. If if you are gonna, if you are, you have no one but yourself to blame. If you want to be considered like you know on the same level of Jason Tatum, then when you get in these clutch moments where it's like imperative that you make the shot. You gotta have to at least make one of the two. My bigger issue with last night is that you're missing Marcus Smart. It's now evident. Ball handling's been an issue. I know you got certain people back last night, but without Marcus Smart right now, it feels like this team is, you know, I look well before overtime. I know they got on that heater in the fourth quarter to push it to OT. 
But you're starting to see Marcus Smart missing from this lineup, and it's kind of added up the past three games. Yeah, He's I would not still great, say, but I again, would still say under ball the First of all, they don't have anyone who can guard Julius Randle. That was a major issue. Like he's wow. he's like yeah. he made he made Al Horford look like he's seventy. Okay, that's what I felt like. You're talking about this young kid, strong, physical, and Al. It's a pretty good defender, especially when guys go to the rim. He has a he has a tendency and a knack for like you know getting those blocks either in front or behind. He had no answer for Julius Randle. Randall feels like a feast or famine guy. If he's he knocking down threes, then he's yeah. great. If he's two for nine, he he doesn't bring much. Uh, we are going to continue with the football. We got the Bruins and the Celtics, and of course the Patriots to get into as well. Conference championship weekend. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Please don't stop the music. Oh, yeah. Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, and Bill O'Brien walk in, and this is playing. They're dancing as uncomfortably as Foyer is on the Twitch chat. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEI. What do you think Joe Judge looks like when he's trying to dance? He's so uptight. He won't. No, he's the one that says, I'm not dancing. He's like you. I'm not dancing. I never went to a situation. I never put myself in a situation to where I could dance anyway. Oh, I loved I loved dancing. Other than, loved them. Other than one wedding. The second one was in and out in the express lane, but that was about it. Oh, man. Uh, or my, was- no, my brother's wedding, because his, uh, so my sister-in-law's uncle is Tim McClellan, the baseball umpire. So remember the guy, if you remember George Brett and the pine tar incident? Yeah. That was Tim McClellan. Oh, okay. Tim is a good six seven. He is a big man. His kids are big, all that stuff. Well, anyway, like my brother got married. He it's the only mar- you know, he's at one and he'll stay there because they're working. You know, they they get it done. Uh my brother and my sister in law. But uh we got we were drunk enough that Tim McClellan and I might have been like doing some 
dancing at the wedding. It was like funky chicken stuff or something like that. So like the two biggest people that are there are out there throwing elbows on the floor. See, I think there's a couple. There's a couple. Thank you. I knew this was for me, right? Because this is. I'd be like, let's go dance. I'm like, like my. Oh yeah, here's what I'm you like, are. Go. No, here's it. Let's this go. Is, I got my drink. I'm like, here's Christian. Up? Yeah, right here. And I'm pointing to my drink. Christian as I'm is dancing. Like, I don't know if you've gone through this, and my wife might be listening, and she knows that I bring this up every once in a while. I'm not the whole huge on going out and stuff like that, but we like met one of her friends like probably eight years ago at like some burger place in downtown Providence, and she was sitting at the bar waiting for me to get there. And when I got there, it was the. I throw the hands in the air and scream like they're getting electrocuted. Oh, that's you're... you. But that's you bit. on the dance. Yes. 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 Yeah, throw actually, the hands in the it's air. Actually, to... It's actually Turp and I. It's Turp, it's Turp and I. Like, we're doing that together. We're like, no. dude, let's go. Okay, listen. Okay, you see that? Okay, I'll go this way. And let's form a circle. And we'll just start. And then maybe they'll notice us. <laughs> we, we got some ambitious plans coming up. We do. And we're going to hit them. Yes. Just wait till the summer, Turp. Oh, I'm ready. Summer, that's I my am sweet ready. Spot. That is my you, sweet spot. You, you two guys can go out in the summer and do your thing. I'm going to put a get, tank top. And Turp, Let's you do it. Get, you can get tips from Fourier on how to recruit femininas and stuff like that. Meanwhile, Billy and I might have a bowling night once a month. There you go. That's about it. There. But there, there is only a couple. <laughs> and of- if we could connect, it might even be we bowling. <laughs> I would like the Dot thing league. in the chair. You guys aren't going to leave your house. I'm getting you. You guys are both heading out. I leave. Like you are actually both of you. Are like, I leave my house every day. Every day. You got to get out more, Gresh. You got to force the issue. You work too much. For That's what? your problem. You work too much. Oh, yeah, because I like money. too much. You work too much. I'd I like rather money have also, money than friends. And I actually need it more than you do, for well, the record. Okay, that okay. is that That's is very true, true. on okay. a number of levels. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> that I will not argue. <laughs> but we got to get you out. But just like a show night, like how about like once every three months? No, way too much. What? Way Wait, did you guys, too much. Do you guys ever do? Do you guys do Christmas dinner as a show? Do you guys ever do that? You guys ever? Hey, let's uh, you know thank no. the baby Jesus for giving his life to us. And I blah, blah, have blah. worked with probably twenty different people. I've never done that ever in my life. Oh ever. man, that's this. That's going to change. I'll tell you what. That is going to change. Now there was a uh, spastic former NFLer that I used to work with. Yeah. Where there was a New Year's Eve, however, I was kind of wandering amiss. Like I just come out of like I was I was getting ready to go through divorce and like go down to New York and all that kind of stuff to like work at Satellite Land. So that was more of a like I wasn't attached. I didn't have anything to do. There was a Patriots game the next day that we had to be a part of. So I ended up crashing there. The next thing you know, we got completely hammered. I got stuck in the slide. We had a great night. See, there you go. But See, that the was best fun. It was one time. Great. It was great fun. And then you never want to do it again. Now I'm like responsible. I got things to do. Plus, as you get older, you're like, guess what I value? Do I want to go out and be like, <laughs> and scream on the dance floor? Or would I like a couple extra hours of well, sleep? Well, we could have fun without getting stuck in the slide. Yeah. That's why no do we problem. Have, why do we have to get stuck in the slide? What's the point? There's, there's, listen, Terp. We'll so play, you we'll can play, have we'll fun. You'll get Terp stuck in the slide at a Burger King. <laughs> I would love That'd to bring. That'd be awesome. I would love to bring like Gresh to like one it of those isn't. like New York clubs where like you had like the line and Dude. everybody's trying to get in and and like it just, even I would, when I, would I love worked just to there. See him. Oh no way! Oh, this is stupid. No, this you're so right. Stupid. Yep. If I don't like, know, just, shh, wait. Terp's gonna. Terp's gonna talk to the bouncer. If I don't know anybody, <laughs> if I don't know anybody on the inside to be able to get me in, forget oh. about it. Oh, we'll make sure we know people so you get in. Don't worry about it. 
we'll we'll get in. We've got you covered. Don't worry, Grush. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 gonna wrap myself tonight in the comfort that I know that you guys are on it to try to get me to do something that Aren't I you gonna do. be fifty soon? Uh I got two more years. Oh, oh we got two years of planet. Yeah, oh yes. yeah. Listen to you. Yes. They, see, the my worst fear <laughs> is that you're somehow gonna meet my wife because oh, my because yes. my wife and also. you yes. think similarly in terms of fun. Hmm. Well then, I like her already. Well, th- but that's <laughs> what I'm worried about is that she's like, oh, I'm good. Just I'm just gonna do a surprise party for you once. I'm like, God, don't do that. Yep. Like the surprise party for like a a, a monumental birthday. Yeah, Fifty. That's an awesome surprise. I can I can I honestly tell you and Terp save this. I would rather drink strychnine and play with the serpents with the people in church in Mississippi than I would have something like that. Oh, you're such a grouch. It's not a you're grouch. Such a grouch. Yes, people want to have okay a, a good time being, in your I'm honor. I'm okay with being myself. Listen, the real, here's the thing with uh, with uh, with surprise parties, and I'll let it go after this. It's really not about you anyways. The person who throws the surprise party really just wants to have a, an excuse to have a party. That's really what it is. So, that is very much so my So when life. it happens, when just sh- know it's more about me than it is about you. You know what? There's normally, <laughs> for the red seats that we have, there's normally an extra ticket of the four. If you ever want to sit there and drink with her, Keith better. First thing she did is be like, what are you drinking? And handed him two of them. And he's like, I got to drive home. She's like, well, I don't care. That's my worry. Lots of time to work on it. Uh, Bill, o- some are worried about the Patriots finishing the staff around Bill O'Brien. I know there are stories out there on the interwebs foyer saying that uh, now it becomes staff hires. Uh, Nick Cayley got an interview here to be the ty- or to be the OC. He didn't get hired. Optics. We know. Right. So it feels like that guy's going to go. I know they have all of these kind of junior level coaches that are in the I, – I, I told you from the beginning that, that after thinking about it, once they got Bill O'Brien in, Bill O'Brien's going to be evaluating guys like Vinny Sinceri and people like that and think who are the guys that I might want to keep around on this roster. Does it really matter – does it matter if Bill O'Brien has say in terms of who comes in? He's going to be the OC and the quarterback coach. Is there another position on that offensive staff that Bill O'Brien or that Bill Belichick should allow Bill O'Brien to basically kind of, well, I'll okay it, but you can pick the guy that you want for this role? I think he should have complete and utter control of, of who's on, his, on the offensive staff. So you think he should have either say or make the pick for all those guys? Yes. I don't know um, what your experience has been with coaches that um, inherit other coaches. Sometimes there's there's a connection. Sometimes there's like a reputation that precedes them and is like, oh, I've heard a lot about you. You're a great coach. We don't really need to talk. He's ultimately responsible for everything. I would just want to make sure I don't have some leftover guy that was kind of like, you know, you know, you know, came up the ranks from some succession plan that Bill created that was never any good and it was obvious that it needed to be a change. That's me. I would want I would really have to vet the hell out of these guys. I just cuz I just don't want any I don't want any stragglers. I don't want any like dead weight. And you know what? <laughs> this this offense has had has been under enough enough scrutiny as it is. For me to leave anything to chance. All right, so no, that's me. me. All right, that is you. However, is it fait accompli that Troy Brown 
will be here as like the wide receivers coach. I think Troy Brown is here regardless. He's in the building. He'll I have think a he's, role. He's like, yeah, he's like uh, he's one of those guys where like he's a legacy type guy, and you know he'll be in the building. But if you're a Bill O'Brien, do you have to put him through the paces as a coach, or is there? Hey, I know you. You played here. Like the whole, you know what we do. I can trust you. Yeah, sort of I, I, thing. yeah. No, I, I, I. We'll see. Though I don't think they all need to be. They all need to be interviewed. They all need to be evaluated. They all need to be judged and graded. Okay, so and I don't think that uh, I think with a guy like Bill O'Brien who has been here in the past probably has a really good understanding who Troy Brown is. Yeah. Okay. And I wonder if uh, since I left, Troy was doing TV. When he left, Troy was doing TV. He was doing, really wasn't doing much of anything. But can he talk to players? Can he... can he just coach the position? Now, I do, I do think there's a lot of bad coaches out there. They just don't know how to explain it. I would say <laughs> I, I think it's important. They don't know how to explain it. So what a the, great line. The, the worst coaches. <laughs> so many bad coaches I, out there's, there. There are. You know there are. There, oh, there, there's a ton just... of them. Um, but there's, I will say this, the worst coaches have, uh, have a tendency to be the most successful former players. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Like use baseball for an example. I would think that the best hitters, it's, you know, have a tendency to be the worst hitting coaches. Hey, what the hell is wrong with you? Just hit it. Like when nothing works, just hit it. Why can't you just hit it? Well, because my hand eye coordination, it is, isn't as good as yours. I'm just not born a gifted hitter. And things I need better teaching, dude. Larry Bird led a team to the finals. What are you talking about? Yeah, I th- I do think there's a lot of that in coaching. Because like, there's Vinny Sinceri, who's the running backs coach, and Kaylee was the tight ends coach, and like I'm still looking on the Patriots offensive coaches on Patriots.com, and it still says senior football advisor, offensive line Matt Patricia, offensive assistant quarterbacks Joe Judge. It's still got the whole sort of group up there. Uh, and then there were a couple of guys who were like offensive assistants or whatnot. So it, at at worst, okay, let's say Vinny Sinceri and Troy Brown stay here and they're in their roles at running backs and wide receiver. You'll need a tight ends coach. And to me, the biggest hire, who's going to be your O-line coach? Who's going to be that guy that's going to walk in that Bill O'Brien knows can teach it inside and out knows how to communicate the verbiage. You and I talked about that yesterday, and it's probably worth bringing back a little bit because, yeah, we did sort of – actually, it was so good, we didn't even throw it into, like, uh, the football nerd stuff. But I want to revisit – We can save it. No, but I want to revisit because we did it late yesterday, and it really only takes a couple of minutes. You were nice enough in our uh, text string to throw in, like, a play sheet – from the AFC Championship game for against Indianapolis, yep. I do believe, correct? And if you look at the calls on there, you could see that the system, pretty easy to understand. I know you and I, I, I was so. only in college. I know you were in the pros, but a lot of similarities to the stuff that we've run just in terms of number system, things like that. Certain things mean whatever to offensive lines. Bill O'Brien, I'm assuming, is going to go back to a lot of what you guys used to do but from the verbiage standpoint, isn't that where these guys really got to know how to communicate? Because teaching technique is teaching technique. And by the time guys get to the pros, a lot of it is staying disciplined, tightening it up, or maybe changing a couple little things on the fly. But on the whole, isn't it, I got to get these guys assignment sound so they know what the hell's going on. And you did a good job yesterday of telling everybody about, 
hey, the difference between the way Matt Patricia was doing it with a lot of words versus the way Bill O'Brien's going to do it, it's automatically going to make things easier for the offensive line. It will make it easier. <clears throat> and just to, uh, just to go back uh, to the coaching uh, as far yeah, as yeah, how yeah. they teach it, right? Because I think if I, my guess would be the only new face is the O-line coach. Interesting. That's, that would be my guess. I would think that he would have mercy on the guys that were already there. Well, they do a tight end. You think they tried to bring think, Kaylee well, didn't back? You, didn't you say that, like, you know, Hunter Henry was talking, you know. Oh, he so, loves him some loves Nick him. So I think, uh, you know, and I and I think, like, if they if they bring in a new guy, is it automatically going to mean that they're going to get more production out of the tight end grouping? Like, I know I think the production is going to come from the start, the OC, and it'll trickle its way down. If, if Nick Kaylee wants to stay, you'll probably keep him. Uh, Vinny Sinceri as a running backs coach. I mean, it's it's like the easiest position to coach. Like, just no, 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 uh, you know, sorry to all those running back coaches out there. Like, when in doubt, just make somebody miss. Ivan Fears line one for you, by uh, the way. I mean, like, really, like, I, I, just, I mean, I'm sure it's like harder than I'm making out to be, but it's like, listen, I'm going to hand you off the ball. Okay, and now you run. Okay, well, how fast do you want me to run? Well, as fast as you can. <laughs> right. But what if somebody tries to tackle me? Well, avoid them. Okay. Well, what, with I can't running backs, it. it's it's teaching ball security and pass protection yeah, in a it. lot of ways. That, that's it. That's, that's the really most important the two thing. Most important hey, thing. Who do I have? Right. <laughs> that always and the new exactly. and like how do I approach the separation gap when those guys are blitzing me? It feels like that O line hire. That's got to be a home run. Well, let's put them together. The two biggest problems were the offensive line and the play calling, and I'll add the quarterback in. Those are the two biggest problems. Ah. Uh, Easily the two biggest problems were those two areas. Nine close. The guys that you had running those places, those was Billy Yates and his, uh, I guess, Matt Patricia. Neither one of them are any good at it. So bring bring somebody in new that uh, Bill O'Brien says, I, I like this guy. Okay? So that, I, think that's a, I think that's a no-brainer, and it feels like it's going to be Clem. I don't know anything about Clem as far as See, whether he's that, good or not. That kind of runs contrary to what you said, just in what terms of the, you know, hey, somebody that Bill O'Brien's comfortable with or whatever. Who 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 amongst I mean I don't he's know. Gonna, he's gonna interview him. He's gonna treat him now I would do now do so you I think, think he gets another interview to come in to be the O line coach? Who another like person? Clem? Yeah, yeah. No, meaning that Clem's got a re interview, like he interviewed for the O C job. Did he not interview with Bill O'Brien? Uh, it says here, Clem interviewed for the OC job and is expected to meet with the Patriots again for a different role. Well, that would be it. Uh, it said, da, 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 Clem's uh, O-line run coordinator at Oregon, spent times on Mike Tomlin's Steelers staff, da, da 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 all kinds of stuff sort of run down there. But I know that there was a, uh, there's a, an article on Nesson.com just in terms of some of the guys that uh, could be considered Adrian Clem, uh, is one of them. I don't know if you know this dude, Eric Wolford. He wasn't with O'Brien in Houston, but he was the O-line coach at Alabama this season. Let me see. His ex, or excuse me, his O-line, hold on, Wolford had a five-year stint as the head coach at Youngstown State. His O-line coach was the guy that the uh, Patriots punted that Carmen Brasillo guy. That was uh, like a, during COVID, wasn't I it? I think so. Yeah. yeah, he. I don't think. He, I don't think he wanted the the jab. I think it was or something like that. So they let. Uh, so they uh, they let Brasillo go. He is now a Raiders assistant. But that is another another name that has been kind of uh, attached. John Perry's another name. He's a mask guy, uh, friend of Belichick. 
Frenchiano, that whole tree. So maybe there are some names there. However, I think you might be right. I think they're going to try to lure Adrian Clem yeah, back it's, out of the college game. Yeah, I feel like that'll be the case, and they'll probably end up leaving the other guys there. It just seems think- it seems like the you know the you know just less moving parts. You know, you bring some guys in there like Troy. I just don't think is is going to leave. Sinceri, it doesn't look like he's gotten getting another job. Here's let let's uh, let me add to the theory on Adrian Clem. National Signing Day in college football is Wednesday. Is it? And he's, oh, February 1st. And he is, I think, like assistant head coach out there, O-line coach. So you wait till signing day is done. Trick the kids. Yep. Hey, I'm not leaving. And then you leave as soon as they sign? Yep. <laughs> oh, man. You, we, I would, football, I, I tell you what. Right? They're shady, man. Is that wrong? Like, They're is it wrong so to bad. think that? It and feels I'm sure like. The, I'm sure the kids are calling up saying, hey, coach, you're staying right. Absolutely. Yep. Woo, quack, quack, quack. Hey, you know me. They I'm haven't made, like a duck. No one's made me an offer yet. Yeah. That kind of thing. And then. It's all rumors. See you later. I, my intention at this point in time right now as we sit is to be the coach of the Oregon Ducks. And our intention is to slap you next with Gresham Fourier. W-E-E-I. Love E-E-I, man. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England's sports original. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston sports original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier. On W-E-E-I. Ladies and gentlemen, for the next seven minutes, we will talk combat sports and fun, believe it or not. Combat sports and fun. And fun. Have you watched Power Slap? Yes, I have. Because you introduced it to me. All right. So last week was the first week of the Power Slap League that airs on the uh, Turner family of networks, the whole uh, Warner Brothers Discovery Group. And right after AEW Wrestling... They have Power Slap, which is Dana White's new startup league. Very controversial. Like, well, yeah, because a lot of some people didn't do their homework, and you're also seeing people getting just cranked in the face and passing out. out stuff like that. Right. First episode, two hundred ninety-six thousand viewers. This one, uh, two days ago, four hundred and sixteen thousand viewers. So the buzz, while bad, has been good for ratings. Not surprised. Do you like the show? Will uh, you continue to watch? Here's the thing. It's like uh, I, I have a thing where I, I, I get real uncomfortable when I see, like, there's a couple Twitter sites where, like, they only show people falling, <laughs> like, getting hurt, like, falling downstairs, tripping, and it's just, just it's really uncomfortable for me. So I never watch it. For some reason, I still follow them. <laughs> This is the same type of feeling because it just looks so unsafe. Like, there's no real, like, I know there's rules and regulations to it, but nobody follows them. So, when they, well, you slap, don't know that. When they slap them, they knock them out. Oh, well, that's a part of the deal. Because they hit them in the temple. They just, it's almost like an open handed punch, is what it feels like to me. I feel like they need to tighten up the rules, is all. Well, but it is one of those, like, I'm, it's like a rubbernecking situation for me where I, I get stuck in traffic and I just can't help but look. Landman, you all in on Power Slap? I wouldn't say I'm all in, but it definitely caught my attention on Instagram, mm-hmm. which caused me to say, like, oh, wow, I knew it was, I knew Dana White was doing it. I knew it was becoming a TV show. 
So when I saw a couple things on Instagram, I'm like, all right, let me set the DVR for it. Will I be in front of my TV as it's airing live? Never. No. no I'm going to look at my will. TV. I'm going to check my DVR and be like, oh, I recorded Slap Fight or Slap, whatever it's called, and I'll get in and I'll watch it. Yeah, the but Power Slap Power League. Slap. Yeah. There it is, Power Slap. I'll, I'll see it on my DVR and I'm like, all right, let's skim through this and see what, what the hype's about. Because like AEW Wrestling, I'll record that knowing I can zip through the commercials and some of the stuff like I don't want right, to see. Right, skip storylines Like Young Bucks match or yeah, whatever. No, this is, this Terp, is have you seen Power Slap? I enjoy seeing the videos on the Instagram feed, to be it. honest. I love seeing the videos. I, people are sickos. Like, why would you want to do that? Yeah, I, 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 I'm so fascinated by it. I think 25-year-old me would be all in on this. Just all in. Oh, yeah. 25, and yeah. And like, wanting to do it, all that and kind you of would stuff. And you would be the big guy uh, that uh, got uh, knocked out because fine. someone... I know, but I listen, I like the idea. I like the idea, I but like I it, hate but the rules and I hate the way I don't. I feel like they need to tighten it up the way they're allowed to slap. Because if you just said, "Hey, let's go punch for punch," and I go first, I know I'm going to win. So the really the contest is over at the at the start with the coin toss. Like whoever gets to go first is I, going to win. Confident. What if I bopped yes. you right in the nose, made your eyes water? No, no, but but if you hit the person in the right spot, which I think most boxers and fighters would know, like there's certain areas where you're just gonna go, you're gonna go dark. I feel like it wouldn't matter how big you are. The a little guy, and they shouldn't have, uh, they shouldn't have like uh, weight classes because it does, the littlest guy can knock out the biggest guy if they hit him in the right spot. George Foreman Fourier over here breaking it all Listen, down. I'm not on a fighter. The I'm just saying though, you've seen them. Go 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 look at them. The guy you the some guys will literally haul off. And just punch these dudes. Yeah, the and they Russian just, And they're frozen. The Russian guys, like, know what they're doing and all this. Well, that also does lead us to the signature weekend in WWE. Saturday night, tomorrow night, the road to WrestleMania begins with the Royal Rumble. Now, I know, Foyer, you ain't a wrestling guy. And, Terp, you're generally aware, but mainly out. But, Billy... <laughs> Like Royal thing, Rumble weekend, man. It is meaning the Terp doesn't like consume it the way Billy and I do, where we're like making picks for the Royal Rumble. So Billy, who's going to win the Royal Rumble? I'm taking the Rock. Oh, you think the Rock is in? I Even do. though there were rumblings online that the Rock told WWE he couldn't do the main event of WrestleMania, and that's the reason why I'm picking him. There you go. Good for too you. Many, too many storylines saying, "Hey, I'm not going to be ready." Hey, my schedule doesn't allow it. Hey, I'm not in shape. So I think it's the classic WWE decoy where people think like, oh, he's not here. And then when his music hits at number 30, the place loses their mind because WWE's main goal the past few years is getting a good shot of crowd reaction. You know, that's a good call. I wonder if, I wonder if Stone Cold ends people up getting lose thrown. their mind. They, they would. That You're right. But then uh, someone else walked out. See, that'd be the move, really, even though it's an MJF and The thing deal. is, too, it's tough with wrestling. Like, we know it's planned out and all that stuff. With the internet, there's just so many leaks on information now that a true surprise doesn't really exist anymore. It's really tough. Who's winning the, who's winning the Foyer? Did you know there was a women's Royal Rumble as well? 30 no. women go in, one gets to leave and have a chance at the title. But I've seen uh, some of the women who are wrestling. Oh, really? Have you seen? Well, you showed me one yesterday. Can you? Oh, I did. Yes. yes. Tiffany, I showed him Tiffany Stratton. Hold on. Oy vey. Google, okay. Google Rhea Ripley, R-H-E-A Ripley, and then uh, Billy, who's going to win the Rumble, the That's Women's Rumble? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of with you. They need to push her a little bit. Uh, 
Rhea Ripley Ugh. is uh wow. Like, Rhea, uh, yeah, but as a pro wrestler, she is badass, dude. Mm. Rhea Ripley's winning the Rumble, and I'm going Cody Rhodes to win the men's Rumble. Now, by Gosh. the way, WWE, I know Billy doesn't like it. We were talking about it before the show. Uh just quickly though, uh Fourier, the WWE announced their NIL signees. Oh, really? For them, they call it next in line. And one of the uh, females who signed is Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears. His sister, who plays softball at Georgia, signed on for one of those next-in-line deals at WWE. Really? So let me just ask you this. Huh. You know very little about pro wrestling. Nope. Don't know anything. Guys can make a ton of money. You can also get hurt real bad. Mm-hmm. However, yep. if your son gets down to Colorado and he says to you, Dad... Forget my Barstool NIL. I'm signing with WWE. Would you co-sign? No, I would not. Really? No, it's like, no. I think I told you this. No, my I'd, my oldest I'd daughter talk was you out of it. My so oldest quick. daughter. Well, wait. Does that mean you have to wrestle? No. Yeah, it means like if you sign one of their next no. in line NIL deals, it means you're going to the NXT. No. You're learning to train, all that kind of stuff. Is, is your kid verbal? Like, meaning, is he a no, good no, talker? No, 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 he's, he's quiet. So he wouldn't be the guy. It would be my oldest daughter who actually talked about doing it. Uh, go. She was the one, and then she's kind of, she could be built for it. They like, she love, trains the right way. They love the kids of former athletes. She'd have an in. Be like, oh, my dad she played in the me, NFL. Uh, my, uh, my, my nephew was dating a girl who uh, was like this beauty queen and then became like this fitness instructor. And then she went down to Florida to train. They do a tryout sometimes. Yeah. So she, she was supposed to be there for like four months. She lasted like a week. And was like, oh, it's too tough. It's too much. You either love it or you yeah, don't. Like, so, Billy and I were talking about, you're on the road a lot, but if you make it to the WWE main roster and you're a player, sure, you're making, I mean, you know, if you're in if you're in the main event of WrestleMania, that's a million-dollar night for some people. Listen, I, if you're young and you don't have anything else going on, hell yeah, go down to Florida and work out for a living. See, you could what would not been, be What's better than that? You would have been a great wrestler. I think I would have. I think uh, there could be something there. Absolutely. Because you can talk. And I was like trying to figure what would I what would be my what would be my thing. No, you would just all you have to do is thing. you went to the NFL. All you'd have to do is be oh, you. Really? And what's except other- except turned it up to ten. You know how when you wanted the music play when you're walking yeah. down the hall because you actually made it here at nine o'clock, yeah. Yeah. right? Crank that arrogance up eight fifty three. See, <laughs> but crank that arrogance up to ten. Uh, you'd have been great. Yeah, you could have had like a. Ten year run before your body would have completely fallen apart from the NFL Here's the wrestling. Thing. I want nothing fine. to do when I think about like the injuries in football, which I think for the most part are controlled in a way. I would actually be more nervous about my kids wrestling than I would playing f- football, like all day long. I would be more nervous about the injuries in that than I would football. Wrong? I don't tell me. Uh, I mean, they're gonna get hurt wrestling. They're going to get hurt, but, yeah. it's a, but it's a little more uh But you also get hurt playing football, too. No, well, no, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the freak accidents in wrestling compared to, uh, you yeah. know, it's a little more choreographed than a live action Yeah, yeah, you team. can work safe. You can you can make it sound real. Like, there are safe places to hit people. Power Slap League wouldn't work in WWE. But if you know where to hit someone in the chest or in the arm or you do the thigh slap, you know how to kind of amp it up a little bit to where it looks better. Here's the thing they teach pro wrestlers, and this is the thing to miss. You know what they tell you to do to learn how to throw what they call a working punch? Punch a wall and not hurt your hand. 
That's how you learn to throw the pro wrestling punch mm. so you don't get potated. And if you want to watch a good one, because I know we got to go. Nice. You want to see a real, <laughs> you want to see where it got real? Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. This guy, he was a he was a, one of the world's strongest men. This yeah. guy, Braun Strowman. He hit Brock Lesnar with a real knee. And Brock Lesnar is kind of on the ground. The first thing Lesnar did was jab him in the ribs and gave him a live round to the face. Like, dude, don't work stiff. I'll show you stiff. He MMA'd him for about 30 seconds, and the big he man was MMA'd like, oh, him. he crumbled him. It was well, pretty Well, I will cool. give you this real quick. The only wrestler I really knew, remember Van Vader? Uh, the great Leon White. Yeah. He played at Colorado, yeah. right? And then he was wrestled in the AWA. Yeah, yeah. Then he went to Japan and made a ton yep. of money. He became Big Van Vader. Yeah. And then he became wow, a guy. Look at you. But he became a guy in the WWF known for never washing his gear. So I can understand why you would know him. Nice. Guy who hasn't taken a shower in three days. Yeah. yeah no. I, that's the only guy because he used to come back and he would work out. It would be Max Day. <laughs> and uh, you know Van would just he'd kind of roll in, and he'd just hang out. He'd be warming up. And it would be max day, and these guys were, like, maxing out, like, a one rep max of, like, call it 400. And it's, like, everybody's around, yeah, you could do it, you could do it. And sure enough, he'd just, like, he'd want to slide in in between because the weight yeah, was already yeah. on there. He'd just hold on real quick, and, and then everybody would kind of look at him, like, what the hell's going on? And and then someone would get behind him to, like, lift the weight up, and he'd be doing it, hold on real quick. And he would just just kind of lift it off and just, mm -hmm. you know, he'd be talking. He's like, yeah, and then and he would rep out 10, no problem. Flick it back, and then he'd go and wait for them to. And it was it was amazing that here are these humongous linemen, just losing their mind trying to push like four hundred pounds off their chest. And here comes Vader using it as a ten rep uh, warm up. It's insane. Ten rep warm up. There was like it was nobody's business. There was a group of guys in the nineties in WWE where they'd go into the gym, and if you weren't starting at three fifteen and repping five hundred, they kicked you out of the group. Oh yeah, that's that's the kind of strength that weird like, like that Ron makes your spine Simmons hurt. and people like that who almost won the freaking Heisman yeah. Trophy when they played at Florida State championship weekend in the NFL. We'll break down them next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.